You're listening to the Hammersley Brothers Podcast. If you'd like to get started with three of our best tools, see the link in the show notes. They're free and video training is included. Welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are diving into Black Friday for 2023. We're going to look at what's different this year, when we think you should go live with it, and what you should do to get the most results. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Mark. Yes, I'm well. Awesome. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I know you're well because I just spoke and spent an hour chatting to you. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've swapped the weather again. So we've got to talk about the weather because it's nice weather here and it's one degree there. You were just saying it's gone from twenty to one degree in about a week. It's all good fun. Yeah, it has. It was really hot. We were, we were sat in our shorts and t-shirt until you know um, nine o'clock at night last Saturday. Wow. And it was warm. And then now, now it was it was one yeah it was one degree Celsius which is what like thirty de- thirty three degrees Fahrenheit something like that. You'll have to pop over. So it was like nearly eighty. It was eighty degrees Fahrenheit two like a week and a half ago, and now it's thirty. Fahrenheit it's means rounding it up and down. Nothing for effect. Nothing to me. Just Celsius. No, it was cold. It was really hot, and then it was cold. And, and I think to be honest, from an e-commerce perspective, probably there's be a lot of people that will be quite happy with the fact that it's cold because it means people come inside. And they start buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and, um, I think we're all looking forward to a good holiday run-up, aren't we? Like a you know good Black yeah. Friday. We want good. We want a really strong. We want a strong, um, strong November and December. And then I think everyone will be feeling a lot more comfortable. Yeah, well, that's what we wanted to cover today. We wanted to cover cover Black Friday. But just before we we do that, I just wanted to ask you about the how the talk went in um, in Atlanta and. Yeah, for for the Mailchimp event, I haven't really talked to you since then. Well, I then. appreciate you asking me. Well, apart from you telling me you disappointed and that I didn't, I I didn't get to the point quick enough. To be honest, and, um, I haven't. I, I was a bit that unfair. Was, that, that was annoying. Unfair. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it. I only watched the beginning, and I just thought you were rambling. So, <laughs> well, yeah. What 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 I was what was annoying about it is I said to Mark, Mark, I'm doing this keynote at Mailchimp and. Let's go through it together. You know, let, can I go through it? And you literally had no, you had nothing. You know, you weren't interested. I had to beg. And then, so I said, well, I'll do it on my own. And then as soon as you do it, then, you were like, oh, you could have done that bit better. Yeah. You could have done that bit better. could have done that bit better. I said, oh, great. Well, I was, yeah. to, be, to be honest, for my excuse, I was in Fiji on the beach drinking, you know, cocktails. And so I was. Mocktails. Busy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too yeah. busy. Um, well, no, it was fine. It was it was an awesome event, and it was a real privilege to be part of it. Actually, it was fine. I'm gonna, you know, yeah. I, you know, I, I did the you know the big the big the big normal hitters really, and I think some people who will will certainly have watched it. Um, it was a huge pig TV studio, and so there was no audience. So you're going in there, and there was like twenty different cameras, and to be honest, it was bloody nerve wracking because you get there, and they're like, "Have you done have you done TV before?" The guy and I was like, "No, I thought about lying." Yeah, I do a lot of telling the truth. Come on, yes. you may have seen yeah, me. I watch and... it all the time. Yeah. I'm really good at watching Netflix. I said, "Yeah," and, then, and I, he said, "He said, um, he said, right." We well, see, you know, he said, "You know, if you're doing a close look at camera three, if you, you know, you're looking at your presentation, look at camera two, 
you know, when Kimberly comes over, look at camera four. Whatever you do, don't look at camera five. You can look at camera seven if you want. Don't move from this spot. Oh, like, do not move. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I, so it was like a rabbit in the in the headlights, to be honest. Yeah. It's, it's difficult because you're used to being on stage and just, to, like, looking at the audience, getting the feedback from the audience, moving around and kind of, you know, getting that feedback. And it's, it's probably hard to suddenly be in a TV studio without any of that. Also, at the same time, I know. to concentrate on which camera to look at. Is, I know. Uh, is and then you've got 20, 20, 20 blokes with headphones on who have no expression at all when, you know, when you're saying these hilarious stories. <laughs> it's a you know, joke. We don't. Shh. And there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. Well, I, I think we, we got some good feedback from it. People were saying it was good and it was... Yeah, no, it was, was good, was actually. It was a great event. Yeah, great company. There were yeah, there was. There, they, I mean, Mountain produced some really exciting things actually. Yeah, I think they're gonna. They're certainly going. They're really trying to make um, a big headway in ecom. Yeah, um, and I, I, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a. It's a. It's a great. It's a great product actually. But good, you know, good, good, good on them. Yeah, they're pushing. It's good. Yeah. They're really keen. Really, really keen. Well, that's great. Okay, so let's get back to, let's go and talk about uh, Black Friday and, um, you know, what's coming up. Because I think, like you say, some people have kind of had, well, to, to be honest, like our demo store has done, done, actually has done better than we thought because we've been actually out of stock on our main, main lines and actually we've been fairly, fairly strong, to be honest. Um, uh, and, and some of the other people have actually been uh, doing well. And I, I think what's been happening is, is if they are disrupting the market, then that growth has continued. Like it, it, if that disruption is there, then that, that's continued and it's continued to grow and it's continued yeah. to scale. If you like a, a very mature e-commerce business who's kind of like, you know, like growing a little bit each year, then I think um, some of some of them have kind of struggled in in August, um, uh, September ish, just just because of this, there's probably been a pullback on some purchases for certain things. Certainly men's clothing. I think we've seen a little bit of a pullback. Um, on uh, and, and 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 clothing, yeah, maybe maybe women's clothing as well. Well, I think um, well, I actually went to an event last week mm. with Sweet Analytics in London, and and we were chatting about the um, general performance of different territories in ecom e-commerce and and retail generally. They were saying, well, you know, the big purchases of people have slowed down on, like you know, buying a car or buying a house, um, but people are still spending. Um, you know, on on a, on more more yeah. discretionary type products, and but what people are looking for is value. Yeah, and and I think so. If you've got something that you are still being slightly disruptive, like our demo store is disruptive. Yeah, it is. It is. It is classically going after the um, the higher higher brand, but at a lower price. I mean, that's that we're being disruptive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably playing into our strengths. So, so, but I think if you if you've got something that you can, if you realise that you're going to grow by stealing market share, and you've really thought hard about your positioning and how you are going to steal market share, mm. then I think it's it's you know it, it is a great time to steal market share. Yeah. Because this is when people start to look at other brands in this in their space. Yeah. Be. Um, yeah. Well, I think I think we 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 came out we came out of the the COVID lockdowns and we kind of said that 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 uh, people were more uh, interested in the deal, the offer architecture, and and you still need you needed to make it work to make it work, and so that kind of ties into the fact that 
you know, Black Friday should be a, a fairly decent event. Whether it will be as big as last year, I'm not sure. But I, I certainly think it will be similar to last year in, in, in that uh, everybody's going to do Black Black November, really, aren't they? They're going to go early and they're going to go hard. And you it, 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 it will get reaction to it. The, 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 the biggest uh, impact that you can have in going into Black Friday is how many emails you've captured in the preceding months, probably like two, two months beforehand or because that's when you, you know, it's like pulling the bow back, isn't it? To, to, to fire off an arrow, the, the, the further you pull back, the more emails you've got to actually send to, to, to kind of, um, blast it out. So, you know, like we've already started, uh, increasing the spend on a lot of the brands because of that, because we know it's coming, even though it's dropped the ROAS, maybe the recruitment rate's a little bit lower than we might want. Uh, we know there's going to be this big conversion event coming up, so therefore we we want to pull pull the lever to to capture the email addresses. Now, there's only the the only real reason to do that is if you've got a decent data capture rate. There's no point increasing spend beforehand if you're not capturing those email addresses because those otherwise you're not going to be able to communicate with them. So, I mean, what yeah. what's the feeling like at the people you're talking to in the UK about? Generally, well, generally about Black Friday. Yeah, about what what they're doing and um, how, uh, any difference from last yeah. year. Yeah, well, well, the same questions are coming, and I mean, it's something obviously that people are asking me quite a lot, and they're often saying, "Well, I'm asking you, when, he, when what what people want to know is when to start doing their offers in Black Friday. Yeah. Um, how you know whether or not to hold things back. You know, should we go early? Should we go? late should we should we do you know do something early and then hold the best offers back um and my my message is quite simple and and quite straightforward really um that m most people that will be listening to this podcast will be probably you know a, a smaller brand when I, so when i say a smaller brand i mean basically you're not nike okay you know you're not you know you're not a massive brand who's doing, you know, 600 million, Yeah. you know, and um, so you, you're, you, so therefore just remember that. And remember if you leave it, there's a couple of reasons why I basically say I'm an advocate for going, if you, if you're on the fence, go early. Yeah. You know, so go early because why wait until all the massive brands like Nike are on offer and you're just going to, you're just going to, um, uh decide you know you're just going to get lost in it amongst everybody mm. and the other thing is to know is that you know what we can expect with black friday is really what we want people to do is buy mm. so we, we might we might get our existing customers to buy once okay during that period mm. you know we're not we're, not, we're very rarely going to get people to buy twice during the black friday period so we're, i'm saying like the whole of november and black friday cyber monday Probably, you know, we're not going to get them to buy twice. Probably get them to buy once. So, what? What is the? Why? Why leave it till later? Mm. Why not get them to? Why not? Why not hit them at the start of November, um, and get people to buy once? Yeah. You know, I'm not saying don't promote during Black Friday. You still do your normal email doing your Black Friday and your Cyber Monday, and people will still wait. It's fine, but it's for unlikely that you're going to get people to buy twice during that period. So the danger if you leave it too late is, number one, you get lost in and amongst people like Nike doing their Black Friday offers, and guess who's going to get the the you know the attention? Nike are. Mm. And you also, if you leave it too late and people buy from other people, they get to a point where they're just, they've just they're Black Friday out, and they go, do you know what? I don't care whether or not it's another bloody 
you know, only a $30 purchase Mm. and it's a 50% off. I am done. I'm not spending anything else. I've already spent way more during this period than I ever thought. So therefore, I don't care. I'm I'm now blind to it. Go away. Yeah. I'm not checking emails. So, my question is: is why, are, why do people still e- smaller ecom players still leave it late? What are they? What do they think they're going to gain? Yeah. You know, you cause what's the point? Go early. Yeah. My my preference this year is go early and then use. Um, techniques at the weekends to refresh the sale so uh, each each weekend of november is an opportunity to um to sell more than you would normally sell and so you might go early at the beginning of november with a kind of pre black friday sale everything on on you know whatever whatever you're doing and then um the weekends come along and you go you know new stock added new lines added now now available on this one or you know extra so and so or free gift with purchase just something to keep it going and that's kind of my preference for the black friday the other thing i'd say is keep mm. the offer simple can i just say on that mm. point sorry sorry when you know you're saying about you know re, you know refresh the sale refresh it mm. do you know how to do that well you've got to right do you know how to do that no, oh. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. It was a rhetorical question. I didn't want you to answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to listen. Just say it's a refreshed, revised sale. Yeah. New lines added, and tell you the truth, no one's going to bloody know whether or not you know it is a new lines added. It was a refreshed sale, mm. and so you're just creating the perception that it's new. And I don't mean lie, but I mean don't overcomplicate it. And I think that that leads itself to what you were about to say. Which is keep the offer simple, yeah. And and I I totally agree with that. And the other thing I I said just this morning, and I've said it probably, I think maybe four or five times, you know, last week, was that you could have the standard recruitment offer running all year round, you know, all year round. You could, and it's your standard recruitment offer. Let's say it's twenty percent off, and making it up for you, you know, for you, you know, mm. your first time and existing customers. All you need to do is change it to say your Black Friday twenty percent off. Or your twenty percent off Cyber Monday offer, and it will it will do better. Mm. So you don't need to you don't necessarily need to go in with a really stronger offer than normal. Yeah, you just you can often just run the same offers that you've been running, but actually be calling them the Black Friday, the best ever Black Friday sale, and it it gets that it gets the same level of excitement. So you don't necessarily need to completely go for a really big offer mm. you know and, and actually there's you know there isn't often that much point well there's, necessarily. there's, there's an interesting point about that and that comes down to you know if you're the kind of typical e-commerce business where people buy 1.2 times a year that means the majority of people are only going to buy once a year if if if, if at all yeah and so they the, the customers on your list we think that they know our pricing we think that they know our offers we think that they they see us all the time but they don't they just they see us when we catch their eye and we're more likely to catch their eye during Black Friday because the consumer's leaning in. And so we shouldn't be like freaking out that we kind of go, well, that's you know, a similar offer that we run all the time and it's the pricing's not that different or anything like that. Ultimately, what we call a Black Friday offer, well, most of them will be seeing it for the first time. So you don't have to radically change things unless unless you've got a product that someone's had an eye on for a long, long time and it's like a, you know, expensive 
something like, say someone's buying a car, for example, you're aware of how much the car costs because you've gone and had a thought, thought about it. And then they do, if they do a deal and it's exactly the same price as normal, then they, they're going to know. But like, if it's like a pair of, uh, of shoes or a, or a pair of socks, you, you don't know what, what it is. You're just going to kind of look at it and go, that's a decent price. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to get stuff during Black Friday and I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. So the, the other thing is, is if you've got a website where people buy every day or like every month or something like loads and loads of times like i'm thinking about there's a there's a like a, a subscription service or a supplement business where you buy every month or something like that then you know obviously people are going to know um that you know what the, what the offer architecture is and, and, and different things but if you're a typical e-commerce business you have got probably a blank canvas to create what you want to create now interestingly last year with the demo store before black friday we just realized that we needed to put our prices up because we'd got our margins slightly wrong. And we thought, well, we, we need to put our prices up. So just before we went into Black Friday, we actually put the prices up because we needed to increase the prices of the products, thinking, oh, God, that's going to destroy Black Friday because of prices. But actually, Black Friday, was, Black, Friday, yeah, Black Friday was huge for us, absolutely huge, even though we just had a price increase um, because of the stock had to go up um, because our, our margins were tighter than we thought. And so... It made us realize that it's all about the perception of the offer rather than the actual offer. And obviously, you want to give people a decent, uh, a decent purchase experience, and you, you don't you don't want to rip people off. But at the same time, it has to be win-win. It has to be win for the the merchant. It has to be win for the for the buyer at the same time because the buyer wants you to be in business and wants you to uh, you know be there if you're a good supplier of, of of products. And so, yeah, you've got the opportunity to um, to do a lot more than you probably think and and get something sent out yeah 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 obviously you know, i would say that one consideration is whether or not you're selling your own products or it's other people because obviously if it's other people's products you have a you know it's a lot tighter isn't it yeah yeah and that, you know it's the margins are a lot tighter and the, yeah it's more competitive and i think that you can't play with pricing architecture as much no and it was like there was there was a that big american brand he sells you know he sells like host pipe stuff and things like that and you say well what do you do for black friday so well we don't really do anything for black friday because the margin's not there you can't do anything with the margins but i think that the opportunity to send something on black friday and do something for black friday is it's worth doing something even if you can't reduce your prices you can do you could throw a free gift with purchase you could do something yeah. you could yeah. do you know like you could extend the, the, the free delivery or you could extend something like that like the the even if you're in business to business and you think you're running the most boring business in the world and you've never, ever done Black Friday ever, doing something for Black Friday, even though you think it's not a particularly good offer, is a good thing to do just because Black Friday gets the recipient's email attention. It's like having any email sent out where you get more people clicking through and having a look at it. So do something, you know, whatever the constraints are in the business do something with it and, and use that attention that you can get even in business to business, even in uh, business to see, even if your pricing is, is very, very uh, on point already, you know, like think about what you can do and do something because I mean, that, that, that huge golf shop we work with in the UK, one year that they were, they were, I think they had very, very low stock and obviously their margins are tight all the time because they're selling other people's products and they just did, a kind of Black Friday page with a few different products on it. And it went massive just because it got people's attention and people came and bought golf stuff that was 
that was there. It, it, it just because it they 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 thought that that's the time when they buy something and that's when they when they considered buying a purchase and and that's the price. And well, can I just it. ask you a question? Yeah. Can I just ask you a question about that? You're saying that they did a what they they only had a few products in the Black Friday sale or they just yeah they only had like generally um, took they had like a page they had a page okay. on the website and they put like four or five products on it on Black Friday sale it was like some golf okay. balls or something it wasn't anything special is what I'm trying to say um, but they still mm. said to, well because the alternative yeah. the, the other alternative for that is that because that particular business I know about has an RRP they're all they've always mm. got RRP our price mm. you know and that, they've got that all year round and all they need to do is just to put RRP Black Friday price. Yeah, we're not. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it. People will obviously. The perception is that it is a good deal. It's a Black Friday price. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, you don't necessarily need to, as I say, have a massive offer. No. Um, but again, it's like it's all things in marketing. It's all a perception. It's a perception of of trust. It's a perception of quality. It's a perception of the offer. It's a perception of yeah. Um, you know, you you. Your credibility, everything is a perception. Yeah, I mean, it, it, bring it back to the the physical store example, and like in a normal time of the year, you've got people walking past the shop window all the time. During Black Friday, you look out the shop window, and you've got a hundred people there looking in the window. It's just you've got people's attention. So, what are you going to do? You know, you, you may as well do something for them. Yeah. You know, like otherwise, you well, just kind of wave, actually, wave at them and yeah. say, "Oh, that's very nice. Thank you for looking in the shop window." You know what? Well, the analogy actually is they're walking outside, you know, you're on the high street, you know, you, mm. you've got a shop on the high street and, all, and there's a hundred people walking past, you know, there's a lot of shoppers and you've got to get them, you've got to put something in the shop window to get them in. Yeah, 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 there's more people, the there's, like, like you, you're, in a, you're in, a, like you're in the, uh, what's the big shopping centre in Manchester? Um, so, Trafford, Trafford Centre. Trafford Centre, like, so your Trafford Centre most of the time is in, there's, there's, so many people walking past the store. Black Friday, there's 16 times, 20, maybe 100 times people walking past the store. You know, it's just the shoppers are out, you know. So, and, you, you, you know, do you, want to, do you want to play the game or not? And why wouldn't yeah. you play the game when there's more shoppers? It would make sense too, doesn't it? Well, what, the, other thing I, the other thing we often say, because traditionally Black Friday was, a, was an email game, which was an existing customers thing. Yeah. But actually, it's also... We're finding it's a recruitment, so for mm. new customers too. So what what you should also be looking at is your drop by drop report. You should be looking at your cost of acquisition, yeah. Your ROAS yeah. and looking at your ROAS scaling. So you should be ready to pull the traffic lever harder, yeah, during this period because it's a key key period. And it's not just by face; it's probably from now up until Christmas. There's a lot of businesses in e-commerce businesses who will be making a, a, a significant percentage of their yearly revenue in the next two months. Mm. I mean, it's not, I mean, I was chatting to um, someone on the level two program, um, layered lounge and they, you know, they, they, you know, they, they a significant proportion of their revenue is now for the next two months. Mm. So they've really got to ramp it up. Yeah. Really got to be ready, you know, cause if they, if they don't, pull that traffic lever hard enough they're not going to take advantage of when it's cheap to recruit a customer yeah, I, yeah so you've you really got to be looking do not look at your ad budget so if you're doing a lot of google ads mm. and meta you know and you and you you know you're leaving it running and you're not looking at you know the budgets you know you should be you should be really ready to to, to increase those budgets well it, you know from an ad buyer perspective if you think about it you can change your budgets much faster 
during busy times because the data is much quicker. So for example, let's say you get normally get 100 sales a day, right? And it takes 10 days for, you, for, for Google to get used to the new budget. If you start doing 1,000 sales a day, that's basically 10 times as much, and you can, you can change the budget every day then because it's the same amount of data that happens in a day. So when for Black Friday, I think you know, normally I'd change the budget maybe like 10% a day and I'd move it up and I'd, I'd kind of like maybe 10, 20% move it up or down. Like I'd not leave it for a bit. But during Black Friday, I think I went from like £1,000 a day, £2,000 a day, £4,000 a day, £5,000 a day, and then came back down. Like I was moving very, very quickly because the data was extreme and I was seeing the, the drop by drop. I was seeing that the new customer ROAS was really, really key. So you've got to be really ready to pounce when the numbers look good. And at the same time, come back off that off that high very quickly because, you, you, you know, you get that. You certainly get that post sale uh, dump, don't you? Like when you come. Well, there's a, the, the question. Yeah, you do. You so, Yes. I mean, obviously, yeah. After a big offer period you would expect that your your conversion dips and that's normal yeah. because you've had a massive influx of of orders um and all the browsers and the prospects who were looking you know a lot of them you flushed out so you expect it to be a bit of a lull and then obviously it builds back up for christmas but i would what i would say is the the stock situation you obviously need to manage your stocks mm. um whether or not it's too late i mean if you haven't got your you know, hopefully people are sat on fairly healthy stock. Yeah. Which I think they probably will. Most people will be sat in a normally uh, high stock position, um, probably because they overbought the start of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, for various reasons. But um, yeah, certainly, you know, obviously you have to manage your stock forecast. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting with 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 the the, the bedding store that we thought we were going to do very well because we hadn't got the whites and we hadn't got the greys and yet we did quite well on the other stuff. So mm. it kind of lends itself to like if you're in that situation and you know you're going to sell your whites and your your greys or whatever your best sellers are, you don't necessarily need to push them as hard in your Black Friday because you might want to get slightly bigger margin on those if you know they're going to sell out over Christmas. Like if you only got so many so many units. So you can be slightly more strategic with it and, and, and push it if, you, if you've got limited stock. And I think it is stupid to just go yeah. and just think about it from a point of view of just trying to get as many sales as, as you can in the pot because ultimately um, some sales are worth more than others. Um, and so certain lines, and you'll see it, you'll see it in the high street. It, it, it come, come like January sales, like paper, people like Harvey Nichols, they wheel out these clothing racks that you've never seen for since the last sale it's just loads of just crap that just kind of comes out of nowhere and you you think well you've not been selling that during the year but it's just wheeled out and they know people buy it so it is one of those opportunities to get to get rid of those kind of stale stock items that you can do odd sizes odd sizes things like that that's when uh, that's when our father buys <laughs> isn't he because you know he's he's five foot six He's, he he's, he's loves it. I can never get Extra anything. Small. I can never get anything because I'm just I'm like the medium, <laughs> medium, medium. I'm I'm like the medium man, so I can never. I'm the same size as unfortunately I'm the same same size as my dad. Yeah, your dad. Yeah, same father. Yeah, yeah as far as we know. As far as we know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do look different. But though. in terms of 
Yes, Toby, you're right. You're right. You're generally. I mean, I mean, overall, the philosophy is that it is a it is a time to uh, cost cost of acquisition is cheap in this period. So make sure that you that you you make the most of it and don't necessarily wait till it's late in in the November. You don't need to. There's kind of no like to take your point. The average amount of times people buy from an e-commerce website in a twelve-month period is one point two times. Yeah. So you know what do you think? You know what? Why? You know you might <laughs> you might get a few people buying again the second time. Mm. Um, you know, so why why wait? You know why why wait till everyone else is doing it? Yeah. Um, that's my general opinion. I'll be going uh, earlier, and. Um, yeah, and mix, mix yeah when the it's emails. cheap, but obviously stock perspective. I mean, you know, you can't do it. if you haven't got any stock, you're in trouble, aren't you? Yeah, you know, and if if, if you've only got enough stock to count, you you know, you you cannot if you haven't got anything coming in from sea or or land or from your wholesaler wherever you're buying it from, you can't replenish your stock. Then you're really in trouble. You can't do much about that. Well, you're just going to maximize. You're going to maximize the, the, the revenue you're going to have from from everything in 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 your warehouse at the same time. But basically. Mm. In terms of emails, I just wanted to talk about the, the mix of emails because the, the the it's all about getting attention. And so if you think about you've got some email recipients, some people will respond to HTML emails, some people will respond to text emails, some people will respond to kind of just product-led emails. So mix it up and, and make sure you do have some text emails in there, um, which are sent from the founder or something like that, like just saying, you know, even if it's just like, hi, Ian. Um, have you checked out our refreshed Black Friday sale? You know, regards email, Ian, yeah. found, Mark, founder of the so and so company. You're like, we find that, they, that adding a text email into the mix can actually significantly increase the attention on the main emails when they come through because it's just like, you know, the, the people have this kind of like trained response to HTML emails where they just kind of either just you know, f- f- uh, uh, delete them straight away or just file them straight away. Whereas, in a, mm. whereas a, a text email written a bit like, hey, Ian, do you want to go to the pub kind of email? It, it, they have to check it out. They tend to look at it and they go, oh, yeah, I do like that brand. I'm going to go and have a look. Yeah. And so we do mix it up. Actually, I, I mean, it quite, quite, a few, quite a few brands last year were announcing, look, we're, you know, we're going to launch a sale ability that you know this is this is the best offer mm. you know we're not going to increase it it is you know genuinely is you know and i promise you and that's not not a bad a bad suggestion mm. as well because some people will hold off thinking well there will be a better offer yeah and obviously the, the run you run the risk of, of if people do hold off eventually they don't buy they buy from somewhere else they get you know yeah so you know that's what's seemed to, but presumably everybody's doing this already but if you've not done this go and sign up to all your competitors yeah and go and get all their emails and, and other brands as well that you you think are doing a really good sp- space that aren't necessarily in the industry go and sign up to all their emails now so you'll be aware of what emails are sending but just look at just look at look at you know the tone the subject line the call to actions and just think you know what that's actually I'm going to use that. Mm. I'm going to take the same. That's going to be, help me. And you'll know when they're sending and what what periods. You know, you get ready. You get your emails ready now, so you can start to think. Right, we're ready to go. Off you go, and then you're ready to you know mm. hit them. And, and I would say also make sure your email because email is going to be the primary channel. You know, make sure obviously you change your homepage from a practical sense. Change your homepage. Change your offer banner on the website. 
possibly changing your your news your Clavio or your you know your offer architecture pop up. Um, and when you're emailing, email at the right time. So you're emailing generally in the morning or in the afternoon. Mm. You know, so if it's Saturday, you're doing it. Do it on Saturday morning, and do it, if it's a Sunday, you do it on a Sunday afternoon. Mm. I find yeah. the text email Those the text times. email kind of works quite well on a Sunday um, if you're just refreshing yeah. it because it's kind of like you might send. You know, let's say the typical sequence might be Friday morning launch it for the weekend, reminder email on Saturday, text email on Sunday, and then a and a kind of final final four hour email on on Monday kind of sequence, and that kind of works works really well. So it's it, it's about kind of like being there. And to be honest, like you can send a lot more emails during Black Friday without getting the, the, the unsubscribe rates up compared to other times. People expect emails and therefore they'll just kind of go, oh, these are just Black Friday emails. I'll just I'll just get rid of these and I'll stay on the list. You know what I mean? It's it's different than normal. If you normally yeah. if you sent the amount of emails you would send like in July, then you would lose a lot of people off the list. Could be like, bloody hell, why are people why are they sending me 20 emails? It's just it's just too yeah. much, but if people know it's a reason, they know it's going to be finished. So, and a lot of people don't like it, and a lot of people like it, and it's it's just one of those things. But I think that it's an opportunity that you know that that you would uh, you would you would take, wouldn't wouldn't you? you uh, regardless of the business. Yeah. So if you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, Black Friday is not for us," I encourage you, even if you just do a silly little like free hat with purchase offer on Black Friday, do it because it's just. It's just a chance to kind of get in front of more people than you would normally get in front of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Generally, generally, completely agree. I mean, some people will be, who, who, you know, opt out of Black Friday, and I can think, well, you know, if you want to do that, I mean, that's obviously your decision, but you generally find it's a cheap way, cheap time of year to recruit customers. So do you want, do you want to recruit a customer at, you know, £20 per acquisition or... Yeah, sixty pounds per acquisition. It's up to you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'd be like a home decor company like opting out of Christmas because they don't like Christmas. I mean, yeah. it doesn't really make sense. Christmas has become a mass consumer event, and it's when people buy. And the Black Friday it started small, and it kind of it kind of took us by surprise. You know, I remember looking at um, you know Argo Cookshop one year, and I was like, bloody hell, why do we just do like hundred grand in a day? And from nowhere, and I didn't know what it was. And it was like, oh, it's this thing called Black Friday that come over from America. And it's gradually grown from there uh, into yeah. something where it's now a big retail event. And it, 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 it's, it's grown under its own steam and it's, it is its own thing. And it's almost like a retail holiday. You know, he, you know it's the holiday of the retailers. So it, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a time to kind of make use of it. It is. Is it necessarily evil? Who knows if you don't like it, but at the same time, you're in e-commerce, you're playing the game. This is the game you've got to play. So, you know, if you don't like the game of e-commerce, go do something else. You know, it's, 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 it's how it's played, isn't it? So what else is there, Mark? Well, you could do, you could go and do a service business. You could go and, um, there's all sorts of different businesses, isn't it? Lead generation. A friend of mine does the uh, lead generation business in, in America, makes a lot of money. It was his joke. No one to answer. Oh right, sorry. I just thought it was a serious question. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, but I, 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 I think the most important thing is to get your emails out, send a lot of emails, refresh it, and then look at your drop by drop report, 
and uh, make sure that you're adjusting your budgets much faster than, than you'd normally uh, uh, yeah. adjust them and be ready for the drop, the post uh, post drop on, on, you know, but, the Tuesday. Yeah. Because... And and also be be ready to cope with your customer service mm. inquiries because you're going to get, which we haven't mentioned, but you're going to get obviously, and that's the other reason about not necessarily leaving it to do one big offer on Black Friday and Cyber Monday because that, all all that's going to do is kill your customer service team, yeah, and kill you, you put too much loads of pressure on your um on your logistics of stock picking can you imagine being so shopify why... and then suddenly having to do all that traffic uh you know all that traffic suddenly well i know on we black friday see... i mean that must be a massive ask and i guess it's is it i guess it's run on is it on run on uh aws and amazon suddenly has to come up with all that extra bandwidth to soft uh software well i, I mean they thankfully it's 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 their problem yeah not ours well that's the thing isn't it before i mean when 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 we were running back in the day we had to put like queues on didn't we we had to say oh you know you are yeah you know there's too many people on the site at the moment just wait in a queue and mm. you know gone of those days hopefully it's uh yeah it's just interesting no exactly well yeah so i mean we'll, if you can if you can try to spread it out spread it out because it's you know your customer service team will thank you and you, you know, your couriers, teams, and everybody. Yeah. You know the whole, the whole thing. So it's kind of another reason to spread it out and do it a bit earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well, but yeah, good luck. Do you know what? When it's finished, pat yourself on the back and um, have a nice a glass of wine, and make sure your warehouse team have a glass of wine as well. Make sure everyone's included. Oh, oh, for people like me who don't drink, I'll have a kombucha. I have. A, that's my treat now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. Although I did have a, I, saw, I, I had a hard nice. kombucha the other day by mistake, which is an alcoholic kombucha, and I had, I was hadn't, I was like, this kombucha's gone bad. It's like it tastes wrong. <laughs> I found it afterwards, it was alcoholic. <laughs> Isn't kombucha like one percent alcohol? Yeah, it is. It's not what yeah, it is. I think it is. I think it's very, very low amounts of alcohol. Yeah, you can't really tell. Mm. Can't really tell. Yeah, body just deals with it. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if you got pulled over by I the police. The next big thing. If you pull over and you drink a kombucha, whether that would be okay? I don't know. I never thought about that. I would have thought yes. The answer is okay. Yes, it would. Who knows? I thought so. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Ian. Let's okay. Get this, uh, yeah. Let's get ours done. Let's have a big, a big November. Yeah, let's smash November. And um, I mean, I mean, I can't really remember what we did last year, but I'd like to be if we did. We did. We did well. We we did well. Yeah, and um, it was significant. I think actually we doubled the revenue from the previous month. Right. So. Uh, more more. We yeah, about doubled it. Yeah, we doubled. So, it. so October. I mean, yeah, we did. I think we did about. I mean, it was quite significant what we did. I'm just trying to work out what doubled. we should more aim for. Doubled. So we should probably like if we did. Let's say we did. I don't know. Picking a number out there. Let's say we did two hundred grand last year. On Black Friday, then I would expect this year to do November. Yeah, November. I would expect to try and do three hundred or four hundred. What would you rank? What do you think? No, I think I, I think well, we're going for four hundred, four hundred k, four hundred thousand in November. Yeah. Um, which which would be which would be good. Yeah, we'd be happy with that. Yeah, was well, it considering it, that we've only launched the brand well, new, a year new ago? Brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's because basically. It, you know, you think, oh, the, the, it, it's not just, 
it's not just how much you can sell. You sound like me. You sound like you sound like me in the presentation. Yeah, it's not. Stuttering. It's not just how much you Annoying, can sell. It? It's also what you've got stock for as well. And and the the trouble is sometimes with Black Friday is people annoyingly buy everything that you that everything they all buy the same thing, and you don't know that. I mean, that last year was our first year, and we didn't know that. And so everybody bought the same thing, and we did, and we ended up with lots of red sheets. So. Um, hopefully we've been a bit more savvy this year and we'll do well. So I think it was orange. Yeah, terracotta. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why. That was I, it. We didn't choose those. It's like, why have you bought these? Who has terracotta sheets? And um, turns out not, no not a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a really good deal on terracotta sheets. Black Friday. Yeah. Black Friday, terracotta sheets only. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could call it our disgusting, yeah, good. disgusting colours sale. <laughs> I tell you what, actually, we, we've got we've got we've got a, a meeting this week. I have a meeting this week with a, a merchandising specialist. Oh, that's interesting. Which will be interesting in terms of the whole the art of stock forecasting, which is an area that we haven't talked about as much, but we will be talking about yeah. more yeah. and more. Is yeah. actually. How you how you manage a stock forecasting and, and because obviously there's nothing effect nothing affects conversion rate than not having the stock that obviously is fairly significant yeah you know it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you uh, what you do if you haven't got the stock it's obviously you can't make the sale so yeah. it is an important part of it and also managing cash flow and all the rest of it yeah definitely you know all yeah. that that is a massive one so we'll do we'll, we'll talk about that yeah that sounds great as well that sounds great awesome well um okay. I bid you farewell, have a nice evening, and uh, we'll speak to everybody soon. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, everyone. Cheers.